hi and welcome back to the Turning 30 podcast, a place where we talk about what it's really like to turn 30. I'm your host, life coach Emma Wilson, and I'm here to help you get unstuck, feel better and be more confident at 30. This week's episode is the second part in my two-part series where I'm openly and vulnerably sharing my story about my 33rd year where I quote-unquote broke up with myself, made some huge life changes that ended up making way for the most transformative and expansive year of my life up to date and I am sharing with you all not only the events that unfolded but also the lessons learned and the concepts that I used to help myself through it. This is the sequel to the first episode so if you're joining me now and you haven't listened to the first episode I highly recommend slash demand that you go back and listen to it. It's episode number 33 called Turning 33 and Breaking Up With Myself and in that episode I really focus on the breakup that I went through. So the 33rd year of my life was really transformative because I made some huge life decisions and it all happened the minute before I turned 33 in the same week. I ended a four-year relationship and I left my full-time position at work and I really break down in the first episode the story behind the breakup and most importantly I'm speaking a lot about things that are kind of labeled as taboo because I'm saying things out loud about staying in a relationship for longer than I maybe would have because of fear of being alone in my 30s and for really pushing for commitment and running towards those milestones of uh, engagements and marriage and kids because of this need to be the same as others and a worry about being left behind and I really delve into this topic in the first episode and it really does form the basis of what I'm going to talk about today so again really recommending go back and listen to that one I think that this episode won't be as useful to you unless you listen to it. So today I am talking about I'm going to talk more about the career side of things and what happened there and really talk about how I went through these big huge changes and this is the what happened next this is the okay I had my life turned flipped completely upside down and everything was up in the air and I really had to then go out and build my next chapter from the bottom up and I've written about this a lot in my Instagram post but I really wanted to bring it all together in a really cohesive way in this episode and the way that I've done it is that I have woven in the concepts in my coaching that I work with on my clients and that I work with on myself into the story and how the events unfolded because what's really important for me is you understand that the reason that I was able to build my life back in such a productive way was because I have coached myself and been coached and really done this work over the years and I want to share those concepts with you because I want it to be relevant for anybody who 
sees a big change coming or maybe you're going through something right now or you've been through something recently to give you faith and to inspire you that you absolutely can go and build the life that you want you can start again or you can you know maybe you're not starting again but you just want to make some really significant changes you absolutely have the power to do it so I'm going to tell my story here of how I started again with a constant reference to the things that I use in coaching and I really want you to draw attention to these and I want you to know that these are concepts that I'm teaching in my new group program which is going to be the second version of what I call the next chapter and it's a it's, it's changed a little bit since the first group that I ran, which was more of a hybrid between a course and a group. This time I'm setting up something that I am so excited about and I really am going to talk in more detail about it at the end, but it's going to be this really exclusive group of women who are very powerful and coming together and ready to make amazing, amazing changes and be uplifted and inspired and supported and it's going to be in a very interactive way. So it's going to be different from my previous course. This one's going to be, it's it's an all-in group. It's not a self-paced or anything. It's going to be a room that I'm creating for a small group of women to lift each other up. And I'm going to be teaching you these concepts that I'm talking about in the episode today, but in a very, very deep and applicable and personalized way. So before I start, I just want to remind you that it's very important that if this is of interest to you, that you go to the link in the bio on my Instagram, or you can go in the the show blurb on Apple Podcasts, or if you're listening on Spotify, or any of the platforms, there'll be a link, a bit.ly link, that will take you to the waitlist where you can put your email address. Now nothing happens when you put the email address, apart from that when the course is launching, you're going to be the first people to find out and they're going to be a big pre-sale discount which means that this new group which is a, a premium a premium price group you're going to get a really significant discount and pre-registration so you can be the first through the doors so if you resonate with any of the things I'm talking about in any of my podcasts and in particular talking about starting again building your next chapter, making big life changes, not feeling afraid to go ahead and really be the architect of your own life, then this is going to be the room for you. So go ahead and get signed up to the waitlist. Okay, let's dive into the episode. So where we left off in the last episode of the series was that I'm just about to turn 33 and I finally plucked up the courage to surrender and also take control back and leave this relationship and at exactly the same time I left a job that I had been planning on leaving only a few months later so I want to really just give you some facts about what was going on in the background there with the job stuff so I had tried to make it as a coach a few years before full-time and it hadn't worked and I'd gone back and I was working in the uh, startup field and I had a job which I liked. It was a job that I knew I was overqualified for and it was it was a placeholder job. And I'd been working there and it was going quite well. I had quite a high position. And when Corona hit, 
I started to realize that I probably wasn't going to have a long future at the company and at the time when I went through the breakup I called my manager and said listen I'm going to need to take a day or two off because I am just going through something in my personal life and the response I got was oh Emma don't worry we actually don't have any work for you right now so take as much time off as you need so as much as that was lovely in the moment of the hysteria of the breakup it was always almost you know this huge red flag smacking me in the face saying okay probably going to lose your job really soon and I started to realize that I was about to go into a huge period of change and ended up going into work after those few days I took off to kind of just deal with the and process the initial shock of the breakup I went in and I sat with my boss and I hadn't planned it at all like I went in to talk to him about what was next for the team I was managing a team of people at this point and he said to me okay uh, I'm really sorry but there is a chance that you're going to have to lay low for a couple of months maybe go and work for another department there's nothing we can do here you know you really should start to think about your other options and all of a sudden it was just it was it was clear as day it was like I need to leave you know I always say it like this like I was almost like I was wiping my hands clean of everything I'd been stuck I didn't know but I'd been stuck in this mediocre place of like oh I'm not 100% sure um about the relationship and I know about the jobs I know the job's not right for me and I'll leave soon and I'll just wait for a sign to leave and I just really took this as my sign and I said to him okay I get you I understand the situation with a company and I'm ready to leave you can fire me and I left and it was very very unexpected and I then found myself staring into this abyss of uncertainty literally staring uncertainty in the face and as humans we hate uncertainty it can really 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 throw us off when all of a sudden we just don't know even basic things like we don't know how our our next month is going to look we don't know how our next year is going to look and for me at this point it was really like oh my god I don't know how my next weeks are going to look when I left I didn't have a notice period they were really kind they gave me garden leave and told me that I can just um take the take off my uh notice period and I left almost immediately and all of a sudden my whole life just in the space of a few days just was completely different to what I'd expected so here's where the life lessons start I entered what was a very uncertain and scary time and as I was saying at the start of the episode, thank goodness I had my coaching and my network of coaches as well, my co- my coaching colleagues, I call them, to help me during this time. And the first concept I want to talk about here was really just allowing myself to be a human being. And I speak about this a lot. I have a podcast episode that I recorded only a couple of months after the breakup with my good friend uh, Dorothy Johnson who is a breakup coach and she interviews me about my breakup and I really talk about this in detail here about just how important it is to be a human being who is experiencing emotions and to let yourself grieve and feel that pain. At this point in time I actually didn't try and be happy and I didn't try and get on with things you know I called this episode 
turning 33 and starting again. But at this point, I wasn't ready to start again. It was very, very important to me to actually just be and be with the sadness and be with the grief and be with the pain. I needed to do that. And I teach all of my clients this. It's very important that before you go out and take action, that you really reflect and accept before so that you can build a strong foundation of of whatever's coming next so even though it felt shitty and even though it felt like I really wanted to just run away and start going out with friends and start dating and start you know booking holidays and all of these things immediately after the breakup I knew it was a really important part of this journey where I had to sit with those feelings and sit with myself and allow myself to just be and these two months it was actually around two and a half months I was so, so kind to myself. I let myself feel all of the things. I let my friends look after me. I let myself just, you know, let go of my routines. I let myself just be messy. And I just want to tell you that it's okay sometimes. Life isn't supposed to be perfect all the time. And when you go through big ups and downs, it's okay to just be a bit messy sometimes. And that's exactly what happened to me within this period of time, straight after the breakup. And ultimately, this time was so important to me and so crucial in the long run, even though at the time I didn't realise how much it would help me in the future. And it was during this time that I used, I really used and relied on a concept that I call in my coaching, choosing to believe. And I want to explain what I mean by that and how I used it. So Choosing to believe is a concept where you look at a future outcome and instead of thinking the worst and thinking that something bad is going to happen, you actively choose to believe that the outcome that you want and the future that you want is going to happen. And it's not just as simple as choosing to believe it, so saying to yourself, oh yeah, I think that I'm going to get through this. It's choosing to believe it with all of your body, embracing it. Everything that you do after that is in line with this version of yourself that believes and my coach calls it having done energy. It's like whatever you want to happen in the future, instead of doubting it and second guessing it and thinking it might not happen or this might go wrong or what if I make the wrong decision or what if I fail, it's just really embodying that it's a done deal. It's done. It's inevitable. And I chose to believe that no matter what, I was coming out of this and I was coming out of it better than before. So just to remind you, at this point, fresh out of a breakup, needs to find a new place to live, basically no money in my bank account and no job, a little, a little bit of a security blanket with, um, some compensation that I received from leaving my job but very minor and genuinely nothing else was certain in my life and the only thing that was certain was this belief that I had that it was all happening for a reason. So even in this time of great great despair I chose to believe everything was going to be okay. I chose also to believe that life was happening for me and not to me and I really chose very very consciously that I wasn't a victim and that I was going to come back from this better than before and it was this belief that enabled me to make decisions and take 
action steps during this time of despair, even when I wasn't sure if I could sustain what I wanted or I wasn't sure if it was going to take me to the right place. I just conjured up from inside of me a very, very deep sense of trust and a deep sense of uh, trust in myself that no matter what would happen, I would back myself and it would be okay. And part of my choosing to believe was ignoring other people's opinions and what I call ignoring the shoulds because during this time a lot of different people had a lot of different opinions about my life they had a lot of opinions about my career a lot of opinions about my business a lot of opinions about whether I should stay living abroad and if I should live alone instead of living with roommates and you know people always had things to say obviously from a good place of caring about me and from trying to help me but by choosing to believe that I have my own back, I managed to not have to hang my decisions on other people's opinions. And the second thing that choosing to believe helped me to do was just to stay motivated. It really helped me to just keep moving forward all the time. So I didn't let myself really, you know, say, okay, Uh, this hasn't worked out for me now so I should pack up my life into boxes and go back to live with my uh, family back at home. No, I said to myself this is happening for a reason not for me to shrink but for me to grow and that was really important and it, it was this belief that allowed me to sign on a contract for my new apartment that I was moving to which was a solo rent and the rent was above the budget that I could currently afford at that specific moment in time and I just when I went to sign it it was very anxiety inducing but I just knew I knew that I would make it work because I believed with all of my heart and all of my soul that it would and I would just figure it out. During this time of despair I was obviously doing a lot of journaling and I was doing a lot of work on myself and making sure to stay in awareness and making sure to really look after my mind and it was during this time that I made a promise to myself. I wrote it out and it made a very, very uh, ridiculous, I would say that's how to describe it, promise to myself that I was going to go on a solo trip. I said to myself, if in, I said the winter, I can't remember if I specifically said a time, I said if by winter I have made my business work, if my coaching is in full flow and I actually gave myself a revenue goal, if I reached X amount of clients and I made X amount of revenue, then I'm going on a solo trip to work abroad for the winter. And I said that to myself and you know, I look back now and I just laugh like, who was I to even make such a ridiculous promise to myself? I genuinely at that point had no way that I was able to to do such a thing and I also love how it was such, that promise for me was such an act of rebellion because when I was breaking up with my ex, he would often say a reason that he really wasn't sure about commitment and the next steps in life was that he really wanted to solo travel. And I was always very supportive of it because I'm so obsessed with traveling myself. But in my head, I've traveled a, a lot over the past 15 years and I didn't really think, oh, I really want to travel. I, I did, but it wasn't the top of my list. And all of a sudden when I was single again and I I'd got this newfound independence I was like yes why wouldn't I travel now I can just 
do whatever I want. It was the most freeing and liberating feeling in the world and that's where this promise came from. It really put the fire in me and I said, that's going to be the reward that I give myself for what is going to be now months of really, really hard work. And, you know, I said, I might not be able to go because of restrictions with traveling, but if I can, I'm going to go. And I made that promise and I just left it there. It was like I planted a seed and I left it. Okay, so let's get back to reality of the story is that in terms of my business and what was happening, I was getting really good engagement on Instagram. I had been working with three clients at this point who are all seeing the most amazing, amazing results and they were just about to finish their three-month program. They had signed in June and they were finishing in September and I signed another client in August and apart from that, I was getting so many knockbacks. I was doing consultation calls and nearly signing clients and I had some clients who signed up and then backed out last minute and it just all was looking a little bit bleak and I was getting fed up and I was getting nervous. I was worrying that I would have to go back and get a full-time job and that I wouldn't be able to make this business work. And it was at this point that I did start to have a panic. I had a little wobble and I decided to go on a trip. I hadn't seen my family for nine months and I decided I was really ready to go back to Manchester and, and see them. And, you know, obviously I've been through such a traumatic time and I was being called to go back and... I decided on the way back to go to Greece with a group of uh, friends and my sister, who was one of them, and we booked this gorgeous, gorgeous, like, out of a magazine-style villa that happened to be free because of, uh, you know, corona and the travel restrictions and everything, and we booked it on an island called Sifnos, which I never even heard of before, and I couldn't afford it and I had to ask uh, a close friend of mine to to fund the trip for me knowing that I would pay her back as soon as I was able to and I panicked I fully fully panicked I remember two days before it was a week ago uh last year being on the phone to my sister and hysterical crying saying I really do believe that I'm gonna get out of this but maybe I'm maybe I'm stupid maybe I made the wrong decision Uh, maybe I shouldn't be going away and she really calmed me down and brought me back to myself and I then decided that I was still going to go on the trip and I went and funnily enough about two days before I went on the trip I had a a consultation call with a, a potential new client and it was someone who'd been following me for a while and I really I often know when I get onto consultation calls whether the client will be my client from the way that we interact with each other and I really felt like I had a really strong bond with this uh, client and I was waiting to hear the response if she wanted to sign up or not and I really wanted to know before I left for my trip because it would have changed my whole you know my mood for the trip and I didn't hear back and I went to Greece with this kind of pit in my stomach of of nerves and when we landed, we went straight to a restaurant for lunch and I turned on the Wi-Fi on my phone. I hadn't had it on yet. And I turned it on and this client had replied saying she was ready to go ahead and that she was all in and she will she was ready to send me the money. And something just clicked. Something just switched in me. And I said, no, this is it. I believe in my business more than anything in the world. And now is the time to give my everything to this. I had the most transformative week in Greece and also when I went back to uh, 
Manchester with my family for a couple of weeks, but it was during this time that I really, really said to myself that my business is gold in my hands. And this leads me on to the next coaching concept of really just all you need is one thought. One thought to make you really go out and get the result that you want. One thought to drive you into action. It's all it takes is a thought that creates an emotion in you, whether it's excitement or uh, passion or motivation, whatever that emotion is. And for me, that thought that really came from when I had just gone out of my comfort zone. I was in this amazing villa on this beautiful, beautiful mountaintop in the middle of nature, beautiful swimming pool overlooking the sea. And I just sat with myself and I said, this is it. My business is gold and I'm not going to let anybody tell me how to manage my life or do anything. I'm all in. And the way that I signaled to myself and signaled to the universe that I was all in is that I invested in myself. I 100% invested in myself. I took every single penny that I had earned from that specific client and I invested it into a group coaching program that was going to teach me how to uh, sell coaching. And I was so nervous. I'd been listening to the podcast for of this of this coach who I'd admired for so long and I had binge listened to everything and I was just really, really ready to sign up and I'd been in this money lack mindset. Obviously, I said, how on earth can I possibly invest in myself when I can't even afford to pay my rent? And this something about that trip made me realise that it doesn't matter if you go into overdraft or minus or debt if you really believe in the outcome. And that's what I did. So I invested in it and wow, the results that came after, it actually all happened really, really quickly, really, really quickly. So as soon as this shifted in my head, I started to see amazing growth in my business. So I got back home, I got to work and I started selling. I started connecting more on my Instagram with you all and then I really just worked so much on my mindset. Every single day I said that thought to myself, my business is gold, my business is gold. I had it on a post-it note and I just really was like, I'm not I'm not gonna see any other option. And then about four weeks later, all of a sudden I sold in one week five clients, all in the same week. People who've been following me on Instagram for a while, some from the podcast, someone was a friend, another was a past client that I've worked with for free. And it was honestly clients were like falling from the sky and I just know why it happened and people always ask me oh how did your business become so successful and how all of a sudden what 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 changed what changed for you and I always say the same thing my belief just believed and that belief fed an investment and that investment taught me things and gave me a framework and that framework led me to go out and build what the business has become today so 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 grateful for that time away so grateful for the breakdown before where I thought I couldn't go and then just having the strength to get up and go anyway. So grateful for that one client who reminded me of the importance of investing in yourself and the importance of my mission and what I stand to do. And this just was a domino effect after this and really led me to this new space where I was all of a sudden a coach who was signing clients left, right and centre and 
running my life exactly as I'd wanted to. It was just the most amazing couple of months. I, I'm still in shock from it. The whole thing really, it did, it, it caught me by surprise, it shocked me, but I enjoyed it so, so much. It was just, it was adrenaline, it was, it was celebrating, it was, it was everything that I had ever imagined and more. Another concept that I really used during this huge period of change and when I was building my life up again was the concept of future you. Now this is something I work with a lot with my clients and it's about really thinking about who the future version of yourself is who already has achieved whatever it is you want to achieve and who is already living that life with the results that you want and really embodying that person and being like, who is she? What does she see in her results what are her daily actions or her weekly actions what does she do how does she respond how does she show up in the world how does she feel how does she think so this was something that really drove me forward because I really said okay Emma the successful coach who is fully booked what does she think about going out and selling coaching or the Emma that is going to go on a digital nomad solo trip to Central America you know, what What does she think? What does she feel? How does she act in these moments? And it was just a really amazing tool that I used all the time, especially in moments of doubt, in moments of frustration, when I wasn't where I wanted to be. I just always thought, okay, future Emma who already has this, what would she tell present day me? So it was a really powerful tool and I really recommend using it for any change that you want to see is to just ask yourself and get to know this future hypothetical version of you and then you go out and almost fake it till you make it to become that person so back to the story it's now October and November and I sold so many people into the turning 30 coaching program I invited into the program uh, at this point I think I was on around 15 people and I just completely completely over went over overachieved I want to say the word smashed but I don't like saying smashing goals but I did I smashed that goal and it was the last day of November and I remember I sold four um packages in two days and I just said right I'm done that's it I can book my trip and I did have this huge moment of uncertainty like oh shit now I actually have to go like am I really really gonna go and then I just thought of future Emma and how she takes opportunities and she's successful she's independent and she's empowered and she gets on a flight to Mexico and she just goes and meets amazing amazing people it's exactly what I did so in December I embarked on a solo trip I did one month in Mexico I did three months in Costa Rica I was supposed to go actually for two months and I ended up staying for just over four I want to be honest, I was terrified. I was terrified to go traveling alone for such a long time. And this is the reason why I knew I had to go because I knew I had to lean into this fear of being alone and doing things alone. And that has been a huge part of my healing in the past year. You will have heard in the first episode of this series me talking about the fear of being alone that drove me so much to stay in the same place that I was for such a long time. Now I use the concept of leaning into the fear. It was this fear of being alone that had trapped me for so long and now I took that fear of being alone and I leant into that and said, what would a person who really, really feared being alone be afraid to do? She would be afraid to go and travel 
alone and leave the com- leave the comfort of her house and her friends and the city that she knows and her dog and it's exactly what I did I leaned into the fear you've got to figure out what the fear is trying to teach you and the fear of being alone was trying to teach me something really important and I took all these lessons and I made lots of changes in the way I perceive myself as a lone a lone person in the world and the way I view people who are single and people who are in relationships and really broke down some of those core beliefs that many of us have developed over the, the over our childhoods and over our adult years about whether it's okay to be alone or not whether it's okay to do things by ourselves or whether we have to wait for a you know the white knight to come and sweep us off our feet and this trip for me was everything it was just breaking down all those beliefs and proving how capable and how independent I could be and it was just amazing really I don't really have many other words to describe it it was not easy there were times when I was so alone and there were times when I struggled with traveling and carrying my suitcase by myself and I had weeks where I didn't meet people who I really connected with but then when I got to Costa Rica I just found myself in a place with like-minded people and a goal that I'd really set for myself during that year was during the new year of uh, 2021 was that I really wanted to focus on community and connection to other people and to create some deep relationships with friends because that was something that I'd really let fall by the wayside in my relationship and it's exactly what I did I took the concept of future you future Emma and I went out there and I did it and I have to say now it's September in 2021 I made that promise in January and I've I've seen the fruits of it already I've seen how many amazing people I've got in my life new friends new amazing amazing women and men who are in my life now who weren't in my life before because I really set out and I decided to go and create the life that I wanted I want to finish this episode by just really talking to you about things not always being as they seem and not always being easy but still being good still being worth still being worthy of all of your time and all of your energy you know during this time during this year I had that two-month incubation period the three months of really hard work and then four months of travel and work as well and then I came back it, it wasn't all sunshine and roses right there were I really want to make that clear you know, those two months after the breakup were some of the most grueling, grueling times in my life, some of the most intense emotions I've ever experienced. And, you know, when I was away, I was also healing after the breakup. I was also really processing emotions. Things were coming up for me that I didn't even know were there because I was in new situations and meeting new people and spending large, large amounts of of time alone. So I just want to make it clear that I had all my ups and downs and life isn't supposed to be easy and you know even though I've had all this amazing growth and success it wasn't on a backdrop of being accessible and easy and you know that I didn't have to work at it it wasn't like I was just reborn and then that was it you know I came out of the breakup and everything fell into place absolutely not I was the architect of my life I was the designer and the creator of whatever has happened to me this year and if you're listening to this and you're thinking yeah 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 Emma's special, 
she's got extra confidence that's because of her job that I wasn't born with or maybe you even think maybe I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth and maybe you think I was in a special position financially or I had some extra help or something no I didn't I really really didn't I'm just the same as you and the same as you listening now that is doubting yourself and thinks that maybe you can't do it I was exactly the same but instead of shrinking I just took the opportunity for growth and I used my coaching concepts to build my business from three clients to completely fully booked by the time I got to Costa Rica I had a waiting list of seven people and I was running at full capacity with 18 clients a week I used my concepts to build an online course with 27 people with you know this community that I've just become so so obsessed with and I did that from belief and from want from wanting to build connections and build community I made amazing new friends and I've just recently signed on the apartment of my dreams and it was all from a place of being thought out conscious investing time investing energy and yes investing money that leads me to my last final point is just if you do resonate with these things and you're going through a period of extreme change or you want to go through a period of change or you want to do something different and when you hear me it kind of sparks something inside of you and you feel something shifting and you're ready for those next things you are 100% the right person to come into my new group coaching program the next chapter 2.0 I'm not really sure if that's going to stay the name but that's what the name is uh, as of today and it's going to be an exclusive group of women who are ready to just lift each other up and feel empowered and I'm going to teach you in full detail and hold your hands through the most amazing three-month transformation. I absolutely cannot wait for it. It's opening in a couple of weeks. The pre-registration is likely going to be open the 1st of October. So if you want to be pre-registered make sure that you go onto the waiting list email sign up which is in the link in my Instagram bio and also in the podcast and make sure to get signed up and also reminding you again that I'm always available on messages if you want to give me any feedback if you want to just ask more about the program and what's going to be in it if you want to see if you're eligible then please feel free to reach out to me on DM on Instagram I'm always available there And lastly, lastly, I've said lastly like four times. Now we're on the fourth lastly. If you like this episode and you like what I'm talking about and you like the Turning 30 mission and what I stand for, then please subscribe, share, review, do all the things that you need to do to make sure that this podcast can get into as many listeners' ears as possible. I just want to thank all of you, lastly for, another lastly, we're on the fifth lastly, for your support, really. I went through a whole lot of pain and a whole lot of growth last year and I couldn't have done it without you. So thank you for being there for me and I will see you all in the next episode in the podcast next week.